What up, Fatherhoods Nation? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. They've got ill creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Not only that, but Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and all that. You can make a little paper from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. This is KGB. What up, is DJ EFN. Yo, and this is your man, Manny Digital. Welcome to the Fatherhoods Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diamonds. This episode of the Fatherhoods Podcast is brought to you by Fly Dad. Fly Dad provides functional, practical gear for sophisticated dads like you, our listeners, and us, the fatherhoods. The homies over at Fly Dad hold a few sleep experts and a whole lot of new dads to come up with the nine best baby sleep hacks just for dads. Hit up flydadgear.com and navigate to sleep hacks at the top for your free download. You're welcome. This is my style right here. All right. <laughs> we ready. Cool. Let me let me find out. That's actually your child right there. <laughs> my child oh, shit. is two years old. <laughs> no, now you got him choking, B. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, this baby right here is only probably about two weeks old. <laughs> That's the new one. The new one. Yeah, it costs a lot, so it definitely is. It got a baby. <laughs> Oh man, we rocking Manimo? Yes, sir. All right. Yo, so tonight we have a dude who is making waves in the hip hop world, making waves in the weed world, and most importantly, <laughs> making waves in the fatherhood world. Welcome from Rochester, New York, Pounds. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Thank y'all for having me, man. I'm very happy to be here. All right. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, we we've been we've been racking them up, the the Rochester click, man. You you like our third Rochester guy? Yeah, they doing it out there, man. Yeah, because you know we we been, we've been New York's best kept secret for so long, and you know once you start, you know they start peeling that sticker back, go to pull that motherfucker. There's a whole bunch of shit going mm-hmm. on. Yeah, I'm uh, Props to you and that uh, the the Buckwild collab that you got that you currently yeah, got man. out man that's a great yeah. great project shout to book man legend yep that's my brother right there man that's the big bro what i what i like about what you guys going got going on up there is like so for instance you know you tapped into buck wild 38's got dealing with cool g rap you got ito with mugs you know there's there's this yeah. there's this kind of cohesive underground sound that that's coming out this is pretty dope man good to see yeah, man, it just really feels good to be embraced just because we had, you know, as far as like who you just mentioned, me, Ito, especially, you know, we've been doing this shit for so long, making the same kind of music that's so popping to everybody else right now. We, you know, that's that's kind of been like the upstate New York sound for year, 20 years. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. So, so tell, tell us a little bit about how you got in the game, like. How did it all jump off? Um, I think it just more kind of came from like being around people that was rapping, and I was always doing my one-two shit. And so, I mean, I don't want to say I wasn't taken seriously when I was like around. Man, I was like, "Yo, I'm about to just rap." I mean, I do all this shit. Fuck it, I'm gonna just rap about it, you know. And they kind of clowned me at the beginning, and then you know. I came one, got my shit together, came back. They're like, oh, all right. Pound's ready. All right. So it, it was kind of like that. I wasn't like always a rapper type shit. I guess I was just always around all the rappers. And it was just like, I can do that shit too, if not better. So Dope. Dope. So we usually get into it with everyone and just find out what their 
home life and dynamic is uh let's start let's start it off with you man what's what's your home life like how many kids wife etc um wife seven years we got four amazing but uh <laughs> definitely uh what's the word not just not difficult um rambunctious challenging <laughs> that's rambunctious is rambunctious. The word. rambunctious yes and parenting is always a challenge or whatever, but rambunctious is definitely a word that describes our children. Um, we got uh, three boys, one girl. The girl, you know, my daughter, she just turned four. Um, she's like moving at an incredible pace as far as like learning and being advanced and, you know, talking to her like an adult at four years old. But she Crazy. just turned like she just turned four like a couple weeks ago. So uh, that's dope. I, I have a, I have a four year old too. She's like four and a half now. But E, I feel like your daughter is like eight years old, and she's just like two. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, she's like it's crazy because you know we have a ten year old, and it's almost like at times it's like she's like as advanced as our ten year old. Like the shit is crazy to me. You know, we we got a we got a four, five, six, and a ten. Wow. Yo. <laughs> okay. So so I think so. E, I think pounds is going to be good for you to talk to right now because yeah. I know that you've got so so. E he's got a two year old and he's got how old is your son? Two months. Now? He, he's about to be three months. Three months. Yeah. Oh. And I and I know you're going through it with. Just, yeah, we're going through it down here, man. Um, my daughter is. Well, my son's not sleeping well, so that's just regular baby shit, you know. But my daughter, who's two years old, is is wilding out. She just she's in that stage now where she don't want to listen. She just freaking out, and she's starting to even act like a baby sometimes because of the baby. Because mm-hmm. you know, she's like wanting to pick her up if she sees every you know my girl holding the baby, and, and she's she just not listening. Yeah, you she's just not baby. listening, and I don't want to hit her. I'm, I'm not. I'm trying not to get to that. I don't want to go that route, but I don't know. I don't know what do you do to keep them from hurting themselves. That's where I'm at right now. Like I don't want her to hurt herself because she'll, she'll do a crazy tantrum. Well, she'll hit herself. She'll throw herself on the ground, and I'm just like, yo, you're wilding right now. How do I stop this from happening anymore? And it just seems like it's progressively getting worse. Why don't we move that question over to the professional, uh, Mr. Pounds, <laughs> Doctor Pounds? Can you elaborate uh, how I we? I feel like I know this? how he copes with it already, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell, like, I literally just went through this literally right before the call. I'm upstairs. I'm like, yo, just let me. I'm, I got a headache because you know I got an album coming out. I've been working on it 24 seven with the release this week. I'm like, yo, I got a headache. She's like, I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich now. <laughs> my do- my daughter's like Veruca Salt, and uh, you know, she's with Wonka. She wanted, she wanted now. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, she starts doing her tantrum thing, and she's like, literally, like yelling at me. The point my wife had to come upstairs and be like, "Yo, don't talk to your father like that." And um, you know, she's in a real demanding stage to the point where she becomes borderline disrespectful with it, you know? Yeah. And like, you know, we're in the same boat as EFM, you know, when, when I'm, I'm not trying to hit my daughter, I'm not trying like, but there is times where it's getting so bad that, <laughs> you know, there, there, there is times it's getting so bad that it's like, okay, what else can we do? Cause playing it this way is not working. Mm-hmm. Like just just because playing it this way is not working at all. So, all right. um, how, how many so techniques I, have you I, I, I'm, are I'm trying out here? We, we 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 you know we try to ignore her. Yeah, we try to you know, we try to actually give her what she wants and kind of ignore the fact that she's being nasty about asking for it. Mm, right. Um, you know, or we just plain. Let her know, you know, that this isn't the way you ask for things. And the next time you do ask for something like that, you're going to be in timeout. There's got to be some type of consequence with them. And and especially, you know, with the COVID stuff, you know, they're, they're not out doing what they're normally yeah. doing. So they're at home. They're, they're, they're losing it just as much as we are. And yeah. if not more, because they don't understand what's going on. Right, right. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Like I've, I talk to different people, and they're just like, you know, it, it, different people have different ways of doing things. So my one of my, and it happens to be my boy Sokra, you know, uh, Manny. Yeah, he's like, yo, you might have to put hands on. <laughs> I'm like, nah, bro. And then my other homie, Haitian dude, same island. He's like, he's like, yo, you you got to give them one good whooping so that they remember that for the rest of their life. And I'm just like, I'm trying, really trying not to go there with her like that. Yeah. I mean, and it, I'm just it, giving right now. I'm giving her the pass that she's two and she's still not able yeah. to communicate fully. So I don't want to like blame her 100 percent that she's being, you know, like I don't want to look at her like she's completely being disrespectful. She just can't really communicate what her frustration is. That's that's if you could have the a have the patience, that's key. So you have that already, it seems like. But if you can wait until she can communicate, that's I, I think it's probably half the battle because then right. it's like you can come to some sort of understanding. She's still going to wild out. Kids do, but it, it saves you a whole ton of hurt. She's also probably just mad jealous at this point, right? Yeah, that's, I mean, part that's of probably the, the big yeah. the big thing. Well, yeah, she's not happy. And speaking and speaking of jealousy, another thing like what well, me and my wife are going through right now is, you know, I, I feel like with my daughter turning four, she's with the whole I'm not a baby no more, puppy. I'm a big I'm a you know, I'm a big girl, all this shit. And with that, is she's not been wanting me to touch my wife. Oh, Every every time she's been seeing us, like I be on the couch or in, in my recliner, like you know what I mean, like laid out somewhere. My wife come lay with me. She immediately beelining to wow. try to separate us, keep us apart. Really? Oh, but she's been getting very jealous with that lately, and I really don't know what it is. I mean, I, I think it's the fact that you know she sees me showing my wife affection, and she's also at the same time not the baby anymore. So right. that's. It's another thing that we've noticed over like the past like two, three months is kind of guy like, you know, my wife comes in the house, I go to kiss her, and here comes my daughter running like, no, no, that's my daddy. And my mom. <laughs> I'm like, all right, all right, all right. Did, uh, did any of your sons, were they jealous of each other coming into the fold? Um, yo, keeping a hundred, my sons, is, yo, they fight over toys, yo. Like it can get real crazy. I'm talking about <laughs> real life, like bum fights level. Backyard brawls <laughs> back over. Yo, yo, like bum, Kimbo like slicing motherfucker. Bum fight level brawls over like toys that cost like a dollar. Oh, wow. Or like a, a broken handle from a toy that don't even work no more. The, the, the toy got thrown out last year and the handle just still floating around, you know, like shit like that. So. I, like I like I tell everybody, man. You know, I'm a street dude. I, I didn't really come up and operate my life with a lot of patience right. until until my kids. Mm. Like my kids have literally taught me patience that I could never ever learn out in the world. Straight up, I find myself so it's for me. It's the same. Like I, my patience has grown. I've grown way more patient since having my kids. And unfortunately, like, I, so I have a, a stepdaughter. I keep saying, like, she was my training wheels in this whole thing, right? So she, unfortunately, she took the brunt of me not having any, you know, understanding of patience. Um, and so I feel like I'm always paying her back, you know, now. She's 13, so I'm always, like, letting her slide with whatever. But she's a good yeah, kid. Yeah. But, like, you know, I'm trying to make up for it because I know I'm completely different now than I was when I was, you know, her dad back in that time. But yeah. but I'm curious, though. You mentioned, like, you know, kind of a little bit of your upbringing. And how how did your parents factor into your upbringing? Like, what, what was that like? Well, I basically, my upbringing was like the the polar opposite of what you would want to do for a kid. So, you know, I didn't come up the right way. Uh, I think the only stability I ever really had was like my grandparents and that like old school off the boat Italian foundation. And I think kind of like, you know, just through I, I, you know, I went through it crazy with my parents going back and forth, custody, child support, 
you know, I ended up in the group homes at a very young age, all through high school. I was the dirty, smelly kid that ain't have the fly shit that got picked on, that couldn't get a fucking girl to look at him, you know. Um, so things, things for me were like, like I said, the polar opposite to what I'm doing and wanting to do for my family and my kids. Like, um, I guess, like, the shit that I did and got brought up in is just, like, a guideline is just don't ever do any of those things. Right. I'm saying, like, like don't do that shit. Whatever is the opposite of that, do that. Um, because, you know, I, 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 I didn't come up, you know, the proper way, and I didn't have anybody to tell me what was you know, not necessarily right or wrong, but like morals and shit like that. Like I just didn't have that, you know? So like I said, I'm trying to, I'm really trying to do, I'm trying to, I don't want to say do this thing right. Cause there's no right way of parenting, right. you know I'm but I'm, tr I'm trying to do it different from, from what I have and from what I know to not be the right way to do things let me let me try these other things like you know i got whooped on crazy like you know i was in a super abusive household when i was younger so i don't want that for my kids my kids do something wrong i refuse to put my hands on them mm -hmm. like you were saying it comes to like oh you know what are you gonna do because a kid might violate mad crazy but at the same time you don't want to do that because you know there's other way of doing things. Yeah, you we, just don't want to open that Pandora's box. Yes, once you start, yes, it's like it never, you know, what are you going to yes, do? Because what's going to happen after that? Right. What happens if my kids carry that into their families? And, you know, right. so we're trying to, we're trying to, you know, cut that off. Right. Right. No one, no one that your upbringing was all over the place and you didn't have, you know, a stable kind of system. Did you, were you thinking ahead in terms of like, man, you know, I want to have a family. Were uh, you thinking ahead towards something like that? Or did that just. To be honest with you, I never thought I was going to have kids. Because I was like, you know. Everybody I know had kids when they was like teenagers, early 20s. Yeah. You know, and I have a stepson. You notice I didn't say stepson at all. I said I have four kids. Because mm. a old. You know, I've been around him since he was three. Ditto. So, you know, my son. Um, but I went into, like, being 30 years old with no kids. And, then, you know, my oldest is six years old now. So it kind of just all happened at once. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. As soon as I turned 30. Shooting up the club. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Had that fucking had that fucking uh, extendo in that bitch. <laughs> so when or, you uh, so when you entered your son's life and he's three and I, I'm assuming you haven't had a whole bunch of experience with with kids, um, know, knowing that you weren't really looking to have kids. I mean, how of an easy transition was that for you? And did you automatically like put your mind at like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna raise a kid? Honestly, it was really hard, and it really just got easier within the last year it's literally just been the last year or so um you know me and my stepson we have butt heads since the beginning just because you know he seen me and his mom you know yeah. arguing at a young age like who is this dude this dude is not my dad you know, just all the regular, normal stepdad, stepson shit. You know, you're not my dad. You're not about to tell me what to do. The crossing the lines of disrespect, you know. Um, you know, but like I said, like within the last year, it's actually gotten, you know, we, we have our moments or whatever. But, you know, I had a fucking terrible stepfather that fucking abused the shit out of, out of us when we was kids. So. I'm like trying to not be that guy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm, I, you know, I believe in being stern and I believe in discipline. I believe in that thousand percent, but I'm also not about to fuck it. You know, my, 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 
you know, my my kids do some my kids do some, you know, shit that I some mean kid shit. Don't know that. Yeah, <laughs> kid shit. That's right. what I'm saying. A lot of people don't understand this shit is kid shit. Yeah. Just think about the shit we did as kids. Holy shit. Yeah, if, yeah, I was, it's if I was doing the shit I would do as a kid, I'd be fucking bloody in a corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's real. What what's the relationship like? Was there because you mentioned, like, you know, he was telling you, like, you're not my dad and all that stuff. Was his yeah. father or has his father been involved in his upbringing or his life? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, um, my, my stepson's dad is in his life. He uh, He's, like, super active, actually. He's teaching him how to play the bass now. Oh, um, you know, I was never coming into it like, yo, I'm, I'm your stepdad. Right. Or... I'm trying to be that was never ever like that for me because I had such a shit experience with it. So I was just always like, I kind of played it to the back for a minute. Like, and when I say played it to the back, I would try to not get too involved mm-hmm. because right. I didn't want the kid to think I was trying. You're giving to be them space. Dad. You're giving yes, them that space, right? And I didn't want the kid's dad to think that I'm trying to be his. You know what I'm saying? Take yeah. his yeah. place. You know, and obviously, you know, over the years, me and his dad have, we've, you know, clashed, you know, here and there. Just, we, you're going to butt heads as parenting. And, um, but we're good. We're good now, man. Like I said, uh, I think with the, with the whole, the whole step parenting thing is really is time. Cause you're not just going to come in and you be embraced. That's yeah. just, the, that's just the reality of it. Yeah. That's a jewel right there. Like it, when you, when you in it. It's really difficult to understand something so basic, like give it time, because every moment is like, you know, you're always reacting to some shit and you don't yeah. think about it like from that vantage point. And it's kind of back to the same thing, like regardless of it, kids in general, forget about the fact that it may or may, you know, the child may or may not be a stepchild. The kids are going to go do the wild shit that kids do regardless. Regardless. And the craziest shit is, we have bumped heads all these years. And I think it was a couple weeks ago, one of the kids, you know, we live out in the suburbs now. And one of the kids from like a, the next street was, you know, making friends with him and they was walking and talking or whatever. And my wife heard them coming up and he was telling the kids like, yeah, my, my stepdad's a famous rapper. He's like the <laughs> best. He's like the best rapper, man. Wow. A lot of people know him. He's like got on videos and all that. You know, like bragging on me like that right. shit. That's just like, like, to be honest, that shit like fucked me up because I never heard him talk about me like that to nobody. Right. My wife is thinking like shit, man. You're like going to cry. You know what I'm saying? Wow, that's dope. So, so it's like, yeah, like, like we went from really button heads like bad for years to now we like kind of comfortable. And he's just kind of like, all right, I respect you. All right. <laughs> like, like he's been you know, fucking you know, with you all these years. Like, yeah. I want, I wanted to ask, like, bringing that up, how did, how did the you pursuing the rap thing, like, how did that impact regular family life? Um, I was, I was already rapping for years. Like, coming just, into the situation, you were already rapping. Oh yeah, I, I was already rapping. That's what, like, like regionally. Like regionally, we already had success for years, bro. Right. You know, like, um, we just really broke that New York City tri-state pylon, and within like the last three or four years, you know. Um, but we like regionally, like me, Ito, Spesh, Benny, like we we've all had, been seeing success for a decade, you know, out here. So this is prior to you having kids. You're already. Well, yeah, you're already- yeah, yeah. I've okay. Been, I've been on the rapping shit since like '04. Right. Okay. Yeah. So for I, a minute. Yo. Yeah. But I really actually, you know, like I would be out here fucking around, not taking it seriously, you know, whatever. But I actually put the, I put the gas on it in like 2014, 2015. So what I'm what I'm trying to get is we and we've talked about this with with different guests. I'm always trying to bring it up, and I want to see how everybody handles it. Is so now you have kids and you're even going harder. And yeah. so where, like, does having the family and having the kids, like, does that affect being creative? You know, does it affect any of that process? 
Because I could tell you straight up, it's affected my life. And, you know, obviously my kids are priority, but it definitely it, it changes the way that you 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 operate and you you get creative. I'll tell you this. This is a perfect example. The day before yesterday, somebody hit me like, yo, check your PayPal. Da, 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 I check your email. Uh, you know, I try to I try to be quick with a feature. I try to get that turnaround quick. Um my family and my kids don't understand that. Right. So I'm trying to write a verse or, you know, trying to get focused, maybe just listen to the beat. You know, my home office, you know, is on the second level of the, our home and shit, and the kids are just coming down. I, how, how could I possibly get focused? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, as far as, like, I've always done well balancing family and artists and me having to be out of town every week and running around West Coast or back to the city, West Coast, back, back to Rochester, up and down Atlanta, you know, like this shit is definitely a strain on my family life. Um, you know, my wife is very understanding with all this shit and she, you know, supports me 1000%. I think my kids are they know what's going on, but they they're, they're getting to that age where they get sad when I leave. Um, yeah. And you know, like like last weekend or the week before, the week before last, we were shooting the movie The Big L biopic. You know, they got me playing big pun in the movie, and uh, you know, so I leave, and you know, my daughter's like, you know, Daddy, can we come with you? And you know, you know, you can't come with me. I'll be home in a few days, and she just, you know. You think that shit's not bothering you, but you're fucking, you know, I'm out in the city and I'm working and it's, you know, it puts a strain on shit, you know, and then they're FaceTiming me. I'm in the middle of shooting or I'm in a Mm -hmm. studio session or, and then they, you know, I don't pick up, they get upset. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it's just, it's really all about balance and it's a really hard balance. I ain't going to lie to you. Shit's not at all. It's a strain on relationship. It's a strain on the kids. It's just really a strain on everything. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, and like you were saying, creatively, it's even worse because it's impossible to do shit at home. Straight up impossible. <clears throat> Today, I, I, so I'm, I'm working from my basement over here, just given all the stuff that's going on. And um, I go up to, you know, take a piss. <laughs> and on my way to the bathroom, my daughter, like, hears the door open from the basement and she runs at the door and she's like, Dad, can you please take me to ride the go-kart? And I'm like, fuck, bro. Like, uh, I can't. I can't. You don't want to let her down. Right. And I'm like, I'm like trying to figure out how do I let her down easy without like, you know, because she's also very manipulative, but she, you can tell the sincerity in what she was trying to get done there. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I look at my wife. I'm like, Yo, honey, you got that? <laughs> and she's like, nope. So I got to figure that shit out in a little while. But like, that's the kind of shit. I mean, and this is just a, I'm still in the house. You need a bathroom in your office. You don't right, have to open right. the door, man. Yeah, that, that's the solution. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that shit's terrible, man. Like, I can't, I can't be at the crib and really get into something. No. And he, even hear my daughter outside the door being cute or whatever. And then, God forbid I hear her say, Daddy. It's over. I'll be like, oh, man, that's it, dude. I got to go over there and check on her and see what's going on. I got to leave the crib. I can't. I got to completely kind of disconnect to really focus on shit. And it's just, it's like a catch-22. It sucks to disconnect from your family and your kids. but But you have to in order to get certain things done and keep things moving, man. But, yeah, it's, I mean, I'm new to it in a sense because my kids are still young. And I'm still looking to to figure out the way to balance everything, but uh, yeah, it hasn't been easy. Yeah. Shout out to my wife. Ha! <laughs> Shout out to nice. <laughs> One thousands of percent support right there. <laughs> right there. Yo, so so um, tell us a little bit about the. Well, I know you got an album coming out soon, but let's talk a little bit about the biopic since you just talked about it. What what's uh? You, of one of my favorite rappers of all time, Big L. Facts. On that, on top of that, facts. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they had me sign a non-disclosure. Okay. So, um, oh, but, understood. All right. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. I 
Well, tell tell us how you got picked for the role. I can't okay. dig deep into it, but um, it's definitely man, this shit's gonna be dope, man. Like I ain't gonna lie, they got a lot of dope people in it. They got dope people putting it together. Um, yeah. How did and you? What's how, dope about Big L's story? It should be real fire, man. Yeah, even if you don't know, like even for anybody younger that doesn't know about Big L, his story's just so ill. It would, it's gonna make a good movie or a good series yeah. or what? Like it's just such a good story. How how yeah, um how involved like between you and your wife? How I guess limiting are you with media for your kids? Are you censoring the music that's playing around them? Any of that uh, kind of stuff? Oh yeah. Uh, the thing is with me is it's easy, you know. I you know I'll be in my trunk with my kids or whatever. Um, I don't even listen to rap, anyways. Really? You feel me? Oh. Like, I listen to rap. I don't fucking listen to, like, this. Like, take, like, whatever this popular station in the city you're in. Right. Like, there's nothing on there that I want to listen to. Mm. I don't want to hear Meg Thee Stallion. I don't want to hear fucking Little Baby. I don't, no offense to them. They, they, you it's know, they not do your thing. Right. Like, I'm not even listening to that shit in the car. So, like, my kids is, like, either listening to, like, whatever the fuck they want, but it's not about me when I'm in the car with the kids. Then as soon as I'm by myself, it's fucking murder music. When I'm in the car with the kids, I just, you know, I just listen to the, to, you know, some old shit. Like my kids, like I've been getting in the car. I, I like put Pink Floyd on mm-hmm. and they'll just be like vibed out to that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Do yeah. they, do, does your 10 year old, does he come to you and like, Yo, let me, you know, let me hear you in a session or anything like that. Is he curious about how you create? He wanted to know what instruments I could play the other day because <clears throat> we got him up. He's got a couple of drum pads just because we're really not ha- ready to have the set in the house. Yeah, yet. nah, <laughs> man. No way. Nah. No way. We're not ready for that because I play drums. Yeah, I would love to have the set in the house. I can't even have the set in the house because the kids knew that I had the set in the house. It'll literally be the center of the entire fucking <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So tear it up. But you know, like I said, his dad has actually been teaching him to play the bass, which is super ill. And he's like, yo, he's about to be dope. You gotta he's sample ten- him. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Look, he's 10 years old. He's already understanding like the all the basics. He's got a grasp on it like that. Gonna be crazy by the time he's like 13, 14. Wow, that's dope. Um, but like I said, you know, my wife, you know, she called him bragging on me, which is odd, but he knows what's going on, you know. Like last weekend, I had to disappear for a few days. I got to shoot to New York real quick. Oh, he's shooting a video, you know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> become like a regular thing to him, you know what I mean? Right. Or when I did the a few weeks back, we did the Mikey likes it. I did my they we did my flavor pop up over there. You know, I brought my whole family out. They love that day. And they know that it's because I'm a rapper. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, oh, my, you know, it gives them a sense of like, you know, like proud, like something to be proud of for them. Like, oh, my dad's a rapper. Be like, oh, my dad fucking cleans the fryers at McDonald's, you know? <laughs> you know? So it's, you get what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. <clears throat> I don't want I don't want them to ever say anything like that. Not that there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm trying to leave something behind that they could be to be proud of, man. You know, I think that's probably like my biggest driving force, man, to keep it a hundred. Because at the end of the day, I mean, they may get older and see this interview, but like the you know, my music is one thing, and me as a person is one thing. But I don't ever like I've always said this. I didn't want my kids to grow up and be like, oh, my dad was the best drug dealer. Right. You feel? Mm-hmm. I, I need my kids to be like, oh, my dad was the best rapper or he was the best at, at this or that, but just just not that. You understand? Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, real, it's fucked up because a lot of people think like that. They yeah. think that that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. but... You know, unfortunately, I don't think like that. And I'm trying to have some shit. I could really leave my kids some shit to be proud of buying. You know, for real. That's ill. Hmm. Do, do you guys, do, do you smoke in front of them? 
Um, no. Yeah. Okay. They but, know they know that I smoke though. Right. They're like that's a uh, lampshade. <laughs> my son came down a couple like i said i just got this my son comes around he's like what's that like, like, that is i was like i was like it's for daddy's medicine he goes oh oh okay <laughs> no, he's sick. damn daddy's medicine that's what we call it we just call it medicine in this house because we don't ever want them thinking, oh, you know, the shit. I mean, drugs. hopefully, by the time they're older, it's completely looked Thank upon you. in a positive yeah. way. Yeah. Um. So, and like I said, you know, you see me dabbing a lot. I, bro, I barely even smoke flour anymore. Not, you know, not out of because I don't want to. Um. But I smoke flour, but just you know, I do. I dab probably like every ninety minutes, hour, if that. Sometimes two, three in an hour. Um. Who the fuck got four kids? Who has time to break the weed up? <laughs> right. Roll it up. This is this that is, is weed parenting one on one. Bro, you're talking about a full. You're talking about full hour. You're talking about the better part of a full hour, breaking up, rolling up, and then smoking it. You're talking about forty five minutes to an hour. I'm over here. I'm smoking live resin diamonds. Look at this shit. Boom. <laughs> that, I do one dab of, and it's like I smoked a blunt in 20 seconds. Yeah, you can smoke champs and meets fucking good. Yo, <laughs> right. so I'm telling you, because look, dabs, because dabs, if you think about it, was literally made for parents. Made <laughs> Yo, I got your next brand. Hold up. I got your brand. Dabs for dads. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you nice. can have that one. <laughs> And yo, and the way you're explaining it, it makes total hey, sense. Yeah, you just hey, hey, and, and don't be mad when you see that. Nah, no, 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 I'm not mad. I'm giving it to you. I'm giving it to you. Take it, take it. Because no, the way you explained it was perfect. Yes, yeah, the parent parent hack. It's a parent hack. That no, blowtorch, yeah, though. Keep that away from the yo. kid. Yo, that blowtorch, that shit looked like that blowtorch is. I feel like I feel that shit over here. <laughs> yeah, that's huge. But you know, like at the end of the day, for real though. Like, and then you got all the smell. Then you got the kids asking about the smell after. Right. You know what I'm saying? What's the smell? You know, at least with this, it's quick in and out. My wife comes down, do a dab choo, choo, real quick, right back upstairs. Kids don't even know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> what, what happens? Uh, what, what, happens what happens? If, <laughs> <laughs> what happens if your kids are like, either they ask you or they just go and they just start smoking? How, how are you going to feel? I think it's inevitable, mm. to be honest, um, especially growing up in this house where I think my 10-year-old is kind of knowing what weed is but doesn't understand what it is. But the other day, he, he walked by. He's like, where are you going? Downstairs. I was like, yeah, I'll be right back. He goes, oh, to take your medicine. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he's 10, so I think he's starting to, you know, he's starting to know a little bit. Well, if they walk in on the torch, you can say you're a steel worker <laughs> you're making some shit. <laughs> Yo, what? Let me let me ask about school real quick, because um, I, I mean, over here we start up in a couple of days. Yeah, we we haven't started? Shit you haven't started over yet? here? It's all fucked up. Yeah, so we, I, we, I heard Miami. We started, Dade. we started last week. Yeah, so how's it how's it going for UK and and? Pounds, I don't know if you guys got school started up, up by you yet. Not for right us, yet. Next week. Next yeah, week. for us it's all it's all remote. It's all he's home. Right. And um it's actually two and three. Is that what you guys are doing? Two and three, like two days at school, three days at home. It's all it's all supposed to be hundred percent virtual for us. I I'm I'm in Rockland County in New York. Oh, I know where you are. Um <laughs> <clears throat> I'm pretty sure we're virtual though. Like two days a week they go, and then three days at home. Mm-hmm. Which think about which think about that. That's gonna you know that's gonna impact me and my music travel heavily. How you know, so? Like, like I usually, you know, say it's um, say it's Thursday afternoon, and I gotta be at Shade Forty Five at at one o'clock. How the fuck am I gonna be in New York City at one o'clock during the day 
when my kids are home and my wife is now at work and my kids are not in a structured environment all day. You think yeah. about that. And, and I, you know, like I said, if you, you know a little bit about my background, I don't have any family around to help me with my kids or <clears throat> nor do I trust babysitters or any shit like that. Um, with you. So, so like that is an example because that that particular example I just made, I guarantee you, is going to be something that's going to be coming up. I got to be here on a Wednesday. I got to be here on Tuesday. I got to go do this. Uh, I can't, you know, I can't miss it. They go, well, what are we going to do? The kids are home today. They're not in school anymore. So I think like, and I think I'm not alone. I think this is going to be a, with a lot of the parents out here. Yeah. Like, what are what are these people going to do that have jobs? that can't be at home with their kids. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Know. You know, yeah, we're, fortunate, we're... fortunately, you know, um, you know, if it came down to it, we're financially stable enough to where my wife had to cool it with her job for a while to focus on the kids. That's what we would do. But, you know, there's millions and millions of other people out there that's not in that situation right. that I'm fuck, fucked right now, and that shit's not okay. Yeah, huh. yeah, yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, it, it, the shit's gonna be real fucked up. It's like, okay, the mall's open, and we can go out and shop, and we can go out and jam four hundred people in a fucking restaurant, and stuff our faces, but the kids can't go to school. So you guys gotta pick one. Wait, which one is it? Is it the mask is bad or the mask is good? Like, what is this? <laughs> You know, yeah. and I and I think, and I think that maybe they don't know, and if they don't know, and they're using our kids as guinea pigs, that's also not okay. Right. You know yeah. yeah, I think that's probably what it really is. I don't <laughs> think they know what the what, fuck is going and on. That's what I've been kind of leaning towards lately. Is like, okay, all over they're saying this, all over they're saying that. But what makes it okay for kids to go back to school? Like, right. especially, like I said, you know, he was saying that, you know, his his child's class is going to be completely virtual. But like, and he's, I think he said he's in Rockland County. Yeah. Like I said, we're in Rochester, and I believe the K through six, like kindergarten through sixth grade is doing this hybrid shit where it's two days a week, you know, there. And three days a week at home, so you know that this is this this is about to be real crazy. Things are definitely changing, and I can't say if they're for the better or for the worse either. Yeah. Right now, it's gonna be real rough for sure. Yeah. Do your kids like being being at home, or I mean, have, I'm no. assuming they nah that they want to go back to school. Uh-huh. Mine too. My shit. Son, <laughs> like my son. My son is very aware. Like, he doesn't really get, obviously, what's going on, but he's very aware. He knows that we're not, things are not the way they are normally because of coronavirus. Like, he'll say, he'll be like, oh, Dad, we're not going back to school this year because of coronavirus. I was like, yes, you're right. You know, they're trying to figure stuff out so you guys can go back soon. He's like, I miss my friends. I want to hang out with my friends. You know, shit like that. And then, you know, you got the some parents that don't, you know, haven't had their kids playing with other kids during all this and shit like that. So it's been really hard for them. Like, really you, know, hard. you know what you made me think of right now? How fucked up is that for kids in abusive families that going to school was their only escape? That's another thing. You got these kids with these fucking fucked up home lives. Their only way out of it on a daily basis is to go to school. Yeah. Or or meals also. There's a lot of kids that the school meals. Yes. Also the you know, the kids that ain't eating right at home and they, you know, they're eating at school and the after school programs and shit like that. That they have no access to that now. So how how what is going on with them, you know? Yeah, there's gonna be long term effects to all this shit, man. Yeah, definitely. You don't even know like, yet. Like, if you think about it, our kids are about to, like, have PTSD from this shit. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Like, motherfuckers not allowed to go nowhere, masks, no school. These kids are going to be fucked up from this. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, wow. We just had a moment Dang. of silence. For Thanks, Pounds. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Fucked up my whole shit now, Pounds. <laughs> Yo, so so before we we depart, tell us a little bit about uh, what is it? There is no mafia. That, that's the name of the upcoming album. Yeah, uh, we're dropping that on Friday, September fourth. Oh. There, yeah, there is no mafia. Um, I got a bunch of fly features on it. Got a bunch of fly production. Got wild videos dropping from it. We're dropping a documentary with it. You know, I'm doing a whole lot of shit. I just did the ice cream flavor with Mikey. Yeah, I just did the nice. merch drop. Carlos over at Classic Material. We just did the the fire merch drop over there. Um, I'm releasing some crazy merch with the album. I just, I got a lot going on, man. You're going to definitely about to be seeing a lot more from me in the near future. And and one last question. And then if they they see this, they'll be like, oh my God, this guy's not a fucking complete fucking maniac. You know what I'm saying? So, so uh, shout out to Jordan, by the way, who hooked up the the interview, and and uh, yeah, so appreciate, appreciate that. And and he uh, he mentioned that that uh, you chef it up for your family. Oh, real heavy! You know, I got a um. That's actually just another thing that I got coming out. Um, I actually did a collab with Beyond Meat. Don't know if you're familiar with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Me and uh, my video guy. And uh, my friend uh, Chef Coletti, who actually works with Beyond Beyond Meat and Plant Burger, kind of hooked this whole thing up where they'd have me come in and do a cooking show, you know, doing the Italian classics, uh, dairy free and meat free. Well, you know, because mm. I don't, you know, I'm a fat fuck, but I don't eat meat or dairy. Yeah, um, same. Well, dairy a little bit, but I don't eat meat. <laughs> nah, no, no dairy. I don't eat no meat, no dairy. Um, and uh. We got a. We, we're gonna have a nice little like. Uh, I think it probably be like a 20, 30 minute episode. Me showing people how to put it together without using any uh, you know animal oh, product. Dope. That's dope. Shit, shit still tasting authentic. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. So what's the uh, so what's the what's the top meal at your household that you're cooking up for for your family? Uh, that they ask for. And are they all on the non meat, non dairy thing too? Yo, it must be hard dish. for kids. The thing is, is for the kids, we I really try not to eat too much of that processed fake meat shit. Mm-hmm. But like for them, chicken nuggets, um, you know, the, the chicken patties, the burgers, everything they're eating is either like, uh, you know, the plant-based it's, joints. Yeah, it's, it's everything is plant-based. So these kids don't even realize it. Uh-huh. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like my kids have never eaten meat and they don't even know it. Wow. That is now that you think about that is a better alternative, even though right you, know, you wouldn't want to eat too much of it because you don't, you know, it's it's still you don't know, oh, but yeah. still it's gotta it really, be way better. Yeah, it's it's still processed, but it's right. also not that fucking animal that got ripped apart. Especially the you chicken know? nuggets. And, <laughs> and, 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 and then for a person like me, I'm Italian, I've eaten fucking enough veal pork. <laughs> Balls, sausage. I eat enough for fucking five lifetimes. So when I kicked it about a year ago, I shit, you know, it was hard at first, but it's nothing. And like, I'm I'm not about like, oh, like I don't eat meat because out of love for animals. I just don't eat meat because right. when I dude, that shit fucking fucks your body up. You right, right, for sure. So, like I said, my kids have never never eaten meat, and they don't even know it. So Man- Manny loves meat. Pause. <laughs> you set me up. You set me up. Sausages, right? Fuck you, Fuck you. I stay cooking a lot of meals in the house and shit. You know. So, and, and what's the top dish that uh, that you cook up that your kids ask for? It's, it's pasta. Pasta. They just want sauce and meatballs. Which I make, you know, I make the meatballs out of the meatless beef crumble and all that shit. So they don't even know they're not even eating real meatballs. That's crazy. You know what I'm That's dope, nice. though. That's dope. Yeah. So just, just to, like I said, man, you know, I came up mad fucked up, yo. I'm just trying to give them the little options I ain't had, man. That's dope. That's dope, man. I ain't, 
I ate fucking ramen noodles and hot dogs and macaroni and cheese. What do you mean? That's gourmet as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was a come up. We could, we could chef up the, the ramen noodles, man. Give me one yeah, onion yeah. And, a, and a couple hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm a ramen king, but, you know, I just, you know, I'm trying to have my kids have a little little bit better option. No, for sure. No, that was terrible. But, <laughs> but um, you know. I don't agree with dairy. I don't know about you, but I eat ice cream. And I'm, I'm just fuck. a cheese maniac, man. I can't. That's the only thing yeah. I can't shake the dairy Yo. part. No, that's been the hardest thing, and for me, and, and somebody that had a real cheese problem like myself, you get into the cashew. Yo, look, go find cashew cheeses and different kind of nut, like all. Now I'm not saying almond cheese. They got like right. cashew cheese, macadamia cheese. That's the Brother, closest, bro. These fucking things taste. I just ate a whole block of this smoked gouda. Look, <laughs> it, was it was this. It was this cashew fucking smoked gouda, right? It, this thing had to be twenty six fucking dollars for a block of it, like this fucking big, right? Super expensive. I fucking cut into this motherfucker and taste it. I cut the whole fucking thing up all at once. Went and got my crackers, laid them all the fuck out. I couldn't believe this shit because I had been. The only thing tell you is after some dabs. Dabs for dads oh, and oh. cashew cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, cashew cheese is the key to the fake cheese. Huh. Straight the fuck up. So it, it, it melts? It melts nice? Insane. Wow. What? Insane. I'm gonna have to, okay, I'm going to have to fuck with it. All right, I'm going to go check that yeah, shit out. I had a couple of those of those cheeses, but and it just wasn't quite there, but now, I'll give it a like, shot like, again. Like the ones they sell in the store, that di- that brand Daya, where they got yeah, like man, it has like a weird mozzarella, yeah. cheddar. That shit's okay. It kind of gives you the feeling of cheese, but I'm telling you, you go to like the Trader Joe's type places and shit like yeah. that. They got like actual like like artist gourmet, not very, yeah, cheese, right. That has like that. They're gonna have it, and you're gonna be blown the fuck, bro. I I have bought it every week. For like two months straight right now, I cannot stop buying it. Mm. Nice, right. yeah, because that's my that's my one left addiction in that I've been pescatarian for like thirteen years, but the oh, cheese good. is the one thing I can't let go of. So I'm yeah, gonna try I'm it. Try it. I, I would love it, man. You know, I love cheese. I eat cheese and I fucking you know shit for three days. I'm <laughs> like, oh, let me taste a piece with the cheese train, you know, then I'm on the toilet for the next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And on that note. <laughs> yeah, pals, man. Thank you for joining yeah, us, bro. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me, man. Thank yeah, you anytime, so any, anytime you want to uh, come through, man. Yeah, come through. This is your home. All right. We, we in there. All right, fam. Be easy. All right, man. Peace, man. Peace. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child.